Hi, Matt. Jordana. <laughs> You're back. I'm back. <laughs> more questions. I am back with more questions. But not even a question, more of like a vent session. I've been trying to have this vent session with you. So you decided to have it on camera? Yeah, because I feel like I'm not the only one. I feel like a lot of people in my shoes have this, and I don't think we really cover it on Rants and Gems. Okay. And I'm sure you probably know what I'm going to say. It's going to be about, like, the cons of home ownership. Okay. I don't think you really preach about it enough. You're always like, oh, get a house, get a house. Yeah, you might have some bad tenants. I always hear you complain about tenants, but I don't hear you complain about, like, busted pipes, about leaky roofs, about, you know, Everything from the freaking what's this thing the the smoke the, the smoke, the smoke the yeah I didn't I never had I had that but it wasn't my responsibility. <laughs> so what was your problem with your smoke detector? They kept beeping and I was like, what is that? And I guess I had to, you gotta change the battery. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you have to change the battery. <laughs> okay, well that shit's annoying if you didn't know to change the battery. Then there's this thing called carbon monoxide. So for you, <laughs> is it just this thing called carbon monoxide. Yeah, I guess you could. It's a real situation. So you could die allegedly. Um, but for those who don't know, I bought a house last year, and so far, I want to say, let's talk to the winter. What do you do when you buy a house in the winter? Because I don't think you really preach about that. Like, your pipes could burst. Correct. Did you know that? Yeah, my pipes burst on, on gone and gone and gone. That wasn't in the blueprint book. <laughs> that wasn't in the blueprint book. Your pipes could burst. So then they have to basically wrap it. They put something like this. <laughs> they put like this kind of thing, but it's not sound. They wrap your pipes with this kind of material. If you don't have this material, you're you're effed. Okay, I think it's called insulation. Right? Insulation, yes, yes that. Insulation. <laughs> um, you didn't tell me. Also, not in the blueprint. Um, you didn't tell me <laughs> about leaky roofs. Like, so your roof might pass inspection. What I realized too with inspection, you don't know everything. The inspector could do but so much. Correct. So you know, let's talk about. What do you really do when you buy a house? Like, what's like if you bought a house, what's the first thing you start doing? Just like maintenance of a house. Well, first of all, your home inspection is only going to get you but so far. So you, as the homeowner, you have to be tapped in to what's really happening. See, the problem is with a lot of you first-time homebuyers, you're so excited about the whole process of just buying a house. And when I do tell you all these bad and ugly things, you just ignore all of that part. And you go straight to house hacking and equity and cash flow and all the positive stuff, right? But I do talk about all of this stuff. But, like I said, you want to make sure that you have proper insulation in your house, like you just said, because your pipes can burst. My pipes burst in Garland Gardens because it was empty. Right, and I had gutted the house, so it's down to the studs. Meaning, for those of you who don't know what that means, it's basically to the wood of the house. There's no sheetrock, no insulation, no nothing. And what my dumbass forgot to do, because I be globetrotting all over the world, I forgot to winterize the house, turning off certain things, doing the whole a whole winterize. Wait, what, what you said? Winterize. Wait, see, I didn't know that. Can you explain? Yeah. So you, when you winterize the house, you're making sure all the T's and cross and I's are dotted, so that way you don't have your pipes burst on you, like I did. Right. This is only in New York, though, right? Or like anywhere. Cold, cold states. Cold, cold yeah, states. pretty much. But winter, period. But okay. this is, winterizing the house really is when the house is empty and it's vacant and shit like that. So, mm -hmm. because when you're in the house, you're using the house, you're using the utilities, the heat, the boiler, the oil. So the house and the systems is being used on a regular basis. So it's not going to be that common for your pipes to burst unless the pipes are already shaky from the very beginning. They were just old. 
Was that shade? No, it wasn't shade. You oh. bought in Brooklyn. Oh, That's okay. called Spade to Spade. It's not like you bought in Atlanta where you get new construction, right? You bought in Brooklyn. Your house is 200 years old, probably. How old is your house? 96. 96 years old. <laughs> My house is an old heifer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to expect. And again, the ugly is when you buy old homes, just because it has good bones, don't mean those bones are always good. So, and unfortunately, during the home inspection, you're probably not going to be able to de detect all of that. So, unfortunately, something has to happen for you to know that it's on its last will. So, when you buy these homes, you don't know a house until you actually move in and you live in it. When you go, think about the process when you buy a house, right? How many times did you go step foot in your house before you actually owned it? No more than five. No more than five times. When you first saw it, you probably did another mm -hmm. circle back with the family and your trusted sources. Then you did a home inspection. You was there for your home inspection and everything mm -hmm. like that. Then you did a final walkthrough. Right. So four. Before closing. Yep. So you probably hit it four times, maybe five if you went back and forth a couple times, maybe with some contractors mm -hmm. at another point, whatever the case may be. But that's what normally happens. People are not in their houses all the time before they own it so and when you're there what are you there for 20 minutes to an hour mm -hmm. top so you don't know the house until you actually live there so unfortunately these things happen now you talk about leaky roofs and things of that nature you did an inspection it wasn't leaking at that point so you but you always have to prepare for the worst you know your roof is old or it's older, and at some point, they tell you the roof life when they did an inspection. Did they not tell you the roof life? Yeah, you're not going to be talking about my roof. And my no, because you, can't, you started you this know, video talking about all the stuff I didn't <laughs> say in the blueprint <laughs> and all this other stuff. So now when I'm calling you out on you know, your shit, I'm gonna be coming in hot. <laughs> did you know the age of your roof? I do, but here's the thing. No, 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 no. How old was your roof? My roof at that point was a brand new roof, but relatively new. It was eight years old, allegedly. It was eight years old, so it wasn't new. It was newer. Newer. <laughs> but we, how do you know that roof was done the right way? How do you know when they repaired it eight years ago, it wasn't just a scrape and paint job? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if it was a full right. gut right. roof. You just heard, oh, the roof is newer. They got it redone eight years ago. And roofs usually last 25 to 30 years. So you figure, oh, I got a good 15 years on my roof. But you don't know what was the condition of that roof prior to. And the seller damn sure ain't going to tell you, hey, we just did some BS, you know what I'm saying, to cover up things that needed stitches, but we just put a Band-Aid over it. Right. But that Band-Aid's only going to last for so long. So is there... So how are you going to blame the blueprint? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for instance, I didn't know the term winterize, right? I didn't okay. know this until you just mentioned it now. Or, like, even with um, hurricane season, right? I know a lot of people in Florida are kind of struggling. But even here, I remember a couple of weeks, was like two months ago, we had like that big rainstorm and I got caught out there mm -hmm. and I sent you and Kiana the video like yeah. out of nowhere. I guess a lot of rain happened. Absolutely. So what do you do like to protect yourself from rain, from fire? You, like, can't, protect, just... you can't protect yourself from rain. Mother Nature is Mother Nature. She wants to like basically give us unprecedented rainstorms with high winds and things of that nature where branches and trees are falling all over the place. What can you do to that? We're all vulnerable to the weather. This is why you need... How you protect yourself? Insurance. Mm -hmm. How you protect yourself is don't be house rich and cash poor. Mm -hmm. Have some sort of reserves. So that way when these repairs come, you can fix them like you were able to do mm -hmm. right away. You saw... I remember you saw the leak. It was in the bucket. It was water. You said this shit is ghetto. Mm -hmm. Right? Got me living in the ghetto. It was ghetto. But ultimately, you were able to fix it. 
I'm just saying. As That's how Emmy you protect nominated yourself. nominated producer, I do not need to be living under these conditions. And the you chose Brooklyn, huh? The, the, <laughs> the blueprint. You, cho- you chose Brooklyn. The blueprint does. You not. chose the house, ninety six years old. But as you say, in New York, it's up and it's what? It's stuck. All right, then. So Okay, so take the good. Hold on. So now, <laughs> now you can't be contradicting yourself. You, gotta, you, can't take, you gotta take the good, bad, and the ugly. So yes, home ownership sucks. How many times have you said, well, heard me say, welcome to the dark side? Right, mm. yeah. I say that all the time. Yeah, just don't be paying attention. I tell you, this is the dark side. This is not like glitz and glamour. It sounds good, it looks good, it feels good, but ultimately you got to dump money into the house every single month. You, you're spending money not just to live there and maintain it, but you're going to fix something. Right. You know, It's just not about the housekeeping of the house, of your sweeping and your mopping and throwing out your garbage. and You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, something's going to break. Like, something is going to Do you think while I was out in L.A. in January of this this past year, 2022, I'm living my best life, palm trees, having a great time, working, and then I come home to four, almost four feet of water in my 3,000-square-foot basement? Humble flex. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I ain't going to tell y'all my square foot. <laughs> but that was the worst. It cost me $15,000 to pump out all that water. Then I had to have them gut it because apparently this thing was running because I, I wasn't going there at the time. So I, it probably was running for a whole week. Shit sucked. But I'm not house rich or cash poor. So I had the funds. I didn't have to call insurance. I said, I just want this thing out of here right now. I can't wait to destroy this house. That was my only thought process. But I wasn't prepared for that. That was $15,000 that wasn't budgeted for that. But I had to tap in and get it done. You can't prepare. But only way you can prepare is by having the right insurance and having money. Mm. Period. Homeownership is ghetto. Good. Say that again. Because no, it it's ghetto. It's ghetto. the gift and the curse. But it's the best thing. I, what would you rather have? Would you? Where were you living prior to this? An apartment. An apartment. How big was this apartment? Uh, Like 900 square feet. How many bedrooms? One. I was saying, you had a 900-square-foot yes. bedroom. One bedroom. I had a living room. I had a kitchen. I had a bathroom. Okay. So you had four rooms and 900 square feet. Yes. Now you have how many units? I have two. I have two units. Worth damn near a million dollars. Yeah. So what's more ghetto? You're Emmy-nominated producer. Why are you living in a one-bedroom, one 900-square-foot apartment? I think what... You see what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Hit, hit me. You, you see? What I, what I... You open up by saying that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Did she not open up by saying that, too? So I don't want y'all in the comics and like, oh, he's rude. No, she yeah. said that. I just think that... If full transparency, if, if, is this a safe space? This is a safe space. To be really real with you, Tooks, I just think that, you know, when I got introduced to you and all that stuff, I was, like, so in it. Like, I had the, as Julian Goya says, the HGTV eyes, and I wanted yes. the house. I wanted to house hack. I, I was all in it. I don't think people teach you about the responsibility about homeownership. Like, everything from just, like, taking out the garbage, sweeping up the leaves, you know, making sure that... Did you know you have to like vacuum behind your your refrigerator and shit like that? Did you know that? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. All types of dust and shit come get collected. And I guess I could start a fire. I didn't know about the washer. You have to fill. I just think that it was a lot more than I could chew. <laughs> we all do until you get into the dark side. This is why I said welcome to the dark side. So as an Emmy nominated producer, what would you rather have, apartment life, or the home ownership headaches? Definitely the home ownership headache. Yeah, you got two units. It's making money for you. Your net worth has increased. 
your sense of pride has increased because you own you when you pay for it and you maintain it you love it more than you would do for somebody else's apartment that you're paying somebody else's mortgage right. for and when you're in a tighter space like and those of you like 900 square feet is actually a big apartment in New York. Let's be clear. Right. All right. <laughs> and other around the world, y'all probably like that's small, but in New York, that's actually pretty big. So I wasn't throwing a jab. <laughs> just, just so you know, okay, that wasn't a jab. That's actually a big apartment in New York. But what would you rather have? Yeah. So you got to take the good, the bad, and the ugly. Would you rather? Would you rather you have your net worth increase? Would you rather have you be able to supplement your mortgage payment because you're able to either do your long-term tenants or you can do your pair space and or your Airbnb, right, where you can supplement your mortgage payment or damn near pay for your entire mortgage depending on what strategy you choose to do. Um, so you have flexibility versus what a, uh, being a tenant, you don't have no flexibility but to move to another place. <laughs> <laughs> that's your only that's your only flexible and then if something does break you got to hope that your landlord is not a slumlord mm -hmm. and they'll actually take care of it so yeah there are cons of home ownership absolutely i don't think i gloss over the cons it's just hard to explain everything negative that could possibly happen but this is why i always say to prepare for pray for the best and prepare for the worst is there, is there any type of uh like amount of money that you that you should have when you have a house as much as possible <laughs> <laughs> it's not like like anything could happen you know anything could happen like they're doing garlic gardens right now you've seen the work these guys can come to me and tell me as they dug up some dirt in my yard and doing this excavation well we didn't plan for this well now we got to remove x y and z or something like that yeah. and now i'm gonna say fuck how much is it gonna cost me i was gonna cost you this for materials and labor ten thousand dollars like damn like I need to, I can't, so it's not like I got to have, okay, I got $100,000 and I'm good. I don't never have to worry about it again. You know what I mean? It's I have as much money as you possibly can when you buy homes. This is why I always tell you people, stop buying homes and you ain't got no money. You broke, man. Anything can happen. Even when you buy new construction, that foundation is not settled. Mm -hmm. like even when I do my crib, my foundation is not going to be settled. I'm building a whole new extension on the front of the house and in the back of the house. So that foundation is going to take years for it to really settle. So I have to anticipate in a year to two, three years of me actually living in the house, breaking the house in, there might be some settling issues with that concrete and that foundation. There might be cracks coming in the ceilings or something. And if that happens, it could be a lot terrible. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta expect certain things to happen when you when you're doing any type of yeah. real estate, right? And especially when you're doing new construction or extensions and things of that nature, you can spend all this money and st things can still go wrong after the fact. You know how many? How many? You just did full renovation. Have you not noticed things that were wrong? Yes, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and, and a lot. And you're like, yo, what the hell? And then now you go back to them. They say, oh, that's an extra fee. Extra and much longer. Exactly. <laughs> Did you budget or prepare for it? I have my budget. I just didn't have my budget for all the things. They, but I will say, y'all contract. Well, not y'all. Mm -hmm. But some of the contractors, they like to find stuff that I didn't need them to find. That's another thing. It's like you go to the mechanic. Y yes. Yes. They, they find things that you don't need to find. But sometimes you need those things to get right. <laughs> don't be house rich and cash poor. That That's... That's me telling y'all, that's the umbrella. And that's the shit that's going to cover you from the rain and the thunderstorms. 
of home ownership and the dark side that's going to come. So when I say to you guys, don't be house rich and cash poor, think about that as me giving you an umbrella and preparing you for the worst of anything that can fall on top of your head because of this home ownership. Whether it's a turnkey property, whether you're doing a rehab, or you inherited somebody else's rehab and work, something's going to go wrong. It's very ghetto. Mm -hmm. It's not perfect. But what would you rather do? What headache would you rather have? You're right. Paying yeah. somebody else's mortgage and building their wealth or paying your own mortgage and building your own wealth for you and your family and also being able to enjoy the property for your own holidays. The way I want, exactly. For however you want, whether it's holidays, whether it's just, y'all, I just want to be lazy today. Like, whatever it is, it's your property. It's, it's, it's a sense of pride that comes with home ownership that I don't think people really truly... Um, understand or they take for granted like it's a blessing to be able to say yo i own in brooklyn new mm -hmm, york or mm -hmm. i own in long island mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. i own a property anywhere in america look we just came out from the uk 30 percent of black people own property in the uk like they're not in the situations like we have home buyer blueprints and guides and things of that nature that's out there to help us Doing these things in the UK, why you think it was so much pandemonium out there for when we came over there? What what we do here in America is because people in the UK are not doing that at that level and at the level that we do it here in the United States. So when you have this opportunity that we have over here in the states to own some shit, own it, yo, own it, and and take the good, the bad, and the ugly that comes with it. Okay. Scared me straight, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Scared her straight. Well, there you have it. Hashtag Ask MG. Ask your questions in the comment. Hashtag Ask MG. Peace.